0: Everyone, and welcome back to the ICC podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Buchanan, and I am just so excited to be back into the groove, into this new year, learning, progressing, changing. And that's actually kind of what we're going to talk a little bit about today. So I'm super excited. Um, I hope that you've all had a great. Holiday season and a great new year, and that you guys are just excited about this year as I am. Maybe you're not, and that's okay. Um, but that's kind of why I wanted to talk about change today, is because I feel like the new year brings a lot of change, or there's just a lot of things that happen. You know, you're busy, it's Christmas, you're with family, whatever, and now you have to get back into the groove of things, and things are just different. You know, things change, and it's a new year, and maybe there's a lot of change you want to implement. Maybe there's a lot of goals you have and things like that. So I just wanted to kind of cover a spiritual aspect to change today so that it could maybe help you with the changes you're trying to make or maybe even just make things easier with the changes that are happening in your life that you can't really control. Which brings me to kind of just the first um, idea that I wanted to talk about, which was the different types of change we have happened to us in our life. So I think there are really just two basic types of change. There's things that happen to us, right, that cause changes in our lives, circumstantial changes, things like that. Sometimes you get fired. That's a change that occurs. Or sometimes you get injured and that's a change that just happens or you get sick or things happen, right? Those are circumstantial changes. And then there are changes that you choose that you for yourself and implement in your life. Like you choose to get married or you choose to go to school or you choose not to go to school or whatever it is. Those are changes that you're choosing to have happen in your life. And I think that both are actually really important in our progression, right? The choices that you make, the the choices you make to change, those kind of things help you progress moving forward or they don't. They help you to not progress. And the changes that occur to us, they kind of push us forward almost. And I think that it's easy to blame circumstances and to think that those changes are not helping us or that they're kind of, I mean, it's easy to complain about them really. But I think those changes, those circumstantial changes are actually just as beneficial for us as the changes we choose to make for ourselves. Um, And I definitely think there are ways that you can make it better for yourself, uh, which is something that I just want to cover and talk about. So change is part of a choice sometimes a lot of the times faith is required when change is occurring and i also think that obedience is something that helps when change is happening whether you're choosing it or whether it's happening to you when you're wanting to be obedient when you're striving and having faith in the future striving to become better and when you're actually making choices to either see things in a different way or to um make a choice to change to become better um All of those things are really important. And I just want to point out as well that we learn faith is the first principle and ordinance of the gospel. But repentance is the second. And it's just as important um, as faith. And I believe that repentance is change. I learned that a lot on my mission. My mission president talked about that. But choosing to make changes to become more like Christ, that is repentance. So we're going to come back to that idea, but I just kind of wanted to mention all of those things here at the beginning before I got too into um, the details of everything. So literally choosing to become like Christ is living his doctrine. And when we have change that happens to us, I believe that although we're not maybe necessarily making a choice to change and become like Christ, those circumstances can help us become more like Christ and can kind of push us in directions where we either have to be humbled or we have to you know, have more faith or whatever it might be, the circumstantial changes are just as beneficial to helping us become like the savior. So all in all, I think change is actually a really good thing if we're viewing it in a certain way or in a more positive light, or if we're using this change to become a better person, regardless of how it's occurring in your life. Um, and I think that's something that's really hard because naturally as humans, I think we don't love change. You know, some people really do. They love changing things up, um, which is great. And some people want things to stay the same forever and love tradition. And I totally understand both sides. I understand wanting to change things up. I understand, The comfort of keeping things the same, but there is a healthy balance of both, and I think you need both in your life. You know, there needs to be consistency, right? We're taught to read our scriptures every day and to pray and to do those things on a consistent basis, but we're also taught to make changes from those things. We're taught to receive revelation on questions we have or things we could do to improve our lives. We're taught to read our scriptures every day and apply what we're learning, and so. While there is consistency and sameness, there's also change that's occurring with the consistency, which I absolutely love and think is really important for us to remember, especially with other aspects of our lives. You know, there was a post that I read recently from Elder Benar that I absolutely love that kind of took this idea and put it in a deeper level. Um, Because I think change is great and all. And like I said, there, there are different parts of change and there's different types of change. And, um, especially this new year, I feel like a lot of the change occurring is the goals people are making, right? You want to have a new year of different things and you want to grow and progress. And that is amazing. But, One element that I feel is really important that we always, always think about when it comes to any change that's happening in our life, whether it's circumstantial or whether it's choices we're making, we always need to remember and keep involved the Savior. Because he is like our common denominator between all of us and between you and your future self. You know, he is the one that understands better than anyone what you're going through, whether it's change that's occurring or maybe changes you want to make because you're having a hard time with, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, he's the one that can help you progress. He's the one that can help you see things in a better way and overcome the change you might be going through. Or he's the one who can push you to move forward in the sense that he can teach you ways that you can become better. Um and so I just think he is the one person that you always need to to keep in mind when it comes to any type of change. And the post that I really love that kind of goes along with this is um from Elder Benard. He recently posted, I think it was just even yesterday or 2 days ago. Um he talked about a specific sister he met who's spiritual. I'll just read some of what he wrote. So he said, quote, This sister's spiritual and emotional distress was heightened by a sense of unfairness associated with her spouse's violation of covenants and the breakup of their marriage. She wanted justice and accountability. As this faithful faithful woman was struggling with all that had happened to her, she studied and pondered the Savior's atonement more intently and intensely than ever before in her life. Gradually, a deeper understanding of Christ's redemptive mission distilled upon her soul, his suffering for our sins and also our pains, weaknesses, disappointments, and anguish. She was inspired to ask herself a penetrating question, since the price already has been paid for those sins, would you demand that the price be paid twice? She realized that such a requirement would be neither just nor merciful. This woman learned that binding herself to the Savior through covenants and ordinances can heal the wounds caused by another person's unrighteous exercise of moral agency and enabled her to find the capacity to forgive and receive peace, mercy, and love. Close quote. So, like I mentioned, that was from... Elder Bednar's social media post a day or two ago, and I really loved this idea of her being able to see through the Savior as she like binded herself closer to Him, like see that, that ability to forgive. And as I was pondering that post and I was thinking about change and changes we're going through or changes we're having to make, I just kept thinking that... You know, often we say that it's through Christ we can change, right? It's through Christ we can become better. It's through Christ that we can find peace. But as I read that post, it hit me so strongly that it's not just through Christ. Like, I'm, I can't just say that phrase anymore just thinking through Christ. It's literally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, through the Savior and His atonement That we can change, that we can understand things better, that we can progress, that we can, you know, go through the hard things or the hard changes and experiences we're going through, and I think, you know, even pushing it farther, this woman specifically, just in this story from Elder Bednar, she felt wronged, right? She had something happen to her where she felt like it was unfair. But on the flip side of that, Christ, he not only felt her unfairness, he felt and understood and knew the husband and the choices he had made and how he felt as he made those choices and whatever it might have been. I don't know, obviously, the whole situation. But but Christ suffered for her just as much as she he suffered for her husband. And through Christ's experience of that suffering she was able to better understand and recognize how to forgive. It was literally through what he experienced, which we refer to as his atonement, right? That she was able to better understand how to move forward in the experience she was having, in the change she was having to go through. And I don't know if that is really making any sense. Um, But I just feel like on a deeper level, I understood um, better that the atonement is not just a logical thing that we think through and understanding that we can overcome things through Christ is not just a logical or even just a spiritual thing, but physically and emotionally, we can better understand how to change or how to overcome change or how to just go through life through Christ's atonement in so many ways and so many levels. Um, Another example would be if my if I had a close family member who all of a sudden was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. You know, if this was something that happened to me, this would cause a big change in my life, right? I would know that this person didn't have much time left. It would be really hard for me. I would be sad. This family member would probably be having a hard time You know, everyone surrounding this family member would be going through different things and it would just be a big change for everybody. But if I clung to the Savior and to his atonement and the covenants I made, I could possibly see through his experience of suffering for this person, feeling the pain from this illness and the pain of the loved ones who would be having to let go of this person. You know, he felt all those things. And if I chose to put myself closer to him I could have a taste possibly of what that feeling would be too and that taste is exactly what would teach me and open my eyes to better understand how to be compassionate or how to move forward in the situation or just in general how to understand the change that was happening right so I think With Christ being that common denominator, as I mentioned earlier, it's important for us to understand his role, understand his atonement, understand that change can and should be a good thing um, as long as we're moving forward in the right direction. That is what change is meant to do for us. We're not meant to be idle. We're not meant to be the same person we were yesterday. You know, before this life, we didn't even have bodies. And we came down here to experience this physical change and to learn and to grow through the different you know, trials that would come our way. And and that's exactly what trials are. They're changes in our lives. And sometimes it may seem harder, you know, the the changes that are being made in our life than other, other changes. And sometimes we might have to choose to make harder changes in our life than ones we've had to make before. But the point is that we have the same goal, the same focus. We're involving Christ in our life and we're changing for the better. Um I think Christ experienced everything he did and he went through all that he did. And he felt all he did. Not just for you know everyone else's benefit, but for our own so that we could use his experiences, use his atonement, use his life and his example that he was to change for the better. Um And I think it's important to remember that that change in and of itself is a process. I just kind of want to finish with this little quote. Um, My mother-in-law, she's amazing, and she sent my husband and I, her her studies that she did this morning, she was listening to a uh, another podcast called Don't Miss This with Dave Butler and Emily Bell Freeman. And she just had this, this thought at the end that she sent to us that I really loved. So I'm just going to kind of read what she typed up. But she said, in studying the cur- creation it appears that quote, this is a quote by Emily Bell Freeman, that God is just as interested in the day-to-day progress as he is in the finished project product. Um, then my brother-in-law continued to say, think how many times he says it is good after something is created. He didn't wait until it was all done and then say, okay, now I'm pleased. It was the whole process of each day. I think we forget that God never expected the results of day six on day two. On day two, he was happy with the results of day two. He declared it very good. So why do we put the pressure on ourselves to expect perfect results every day? A little at a time, every day a little better. And that was the end of her text. And I just really loved that. And I was, as I've been pondering change this past week, of course, I've just been thinking of changes I've had to make in my life and ways that I've grown and changes that have happened to me and the people that I love. And I just think it's so important to, like my mother-in-law mentioned, to remember that, that it is a day-to-day process um, that we can learn and grow and each day, whatever the progress is we make, God is happy with it. President Nelson said that the Lord loves effort, right? He loves that we want to put effort in to whatever it is. And so whatever change you're making, whether you're waking up five minutes earlier to say a prayer or whether you're just choosing not to yell back at your kids after they do something or whatever it is, whatever change you're trying to make, whatever goals you have this year. However fast or slow the progress may be, just know that the Lord is so pleased with the efforts you make to to progress. And just remember that whatever changes are occurring in your life, they have a greater purpose as well. I love the scripture. I've probably already quoted this. It's in second Nephi chapter two, verse 24, and it says, quote, and behold, all things have been done in the wisdom of him who knoweth all things, close quote. You know, whatever is happening in your life through your choices or through somebody else's, I would just encourage and even invite you to see it as a good change or to find the good in the change. Or maybe if you can't find the good in, in the current change that's happening, find what you can do to make it a better change after um, and what you can do to become a better person after ordering or whatever it may be. Remember that everybody's on a different path. You know, Everybody is going through different things. And for the most part, you don't understand what everyone's going through. But as you cling and, and bring yourself closer to Jesus Christ and his atonement, and as you try to better understand who he is, um, you will better understand who you are. You will better understand the love he has for you and the love he has for those around you. So make the changes you want to make. Be the change you want to see. Um, You know, there are always lists of things we could do to be better, right? But the goal is to do it little by little, piece by piece. You know, we learn line upon line. It would make sense that we would change and grow line upon line, right? So take this year's experiences and this year's new changes, make the best of them, and then moving forward, make the changes you want to make and even... Be willing to help others um, with the changes that they're trying to make. Don't judge them. Be compassionate and let's all just make the world a better place and let's all just make ourselves just a little better. Anyways, thank you guys so much for joining me on today's podcast. I'm so grateful for all of you. I hope that you have had a great new year so far. Go ahead and message me with some of the New Year's resolutions or things that you guys have in mind and let's have fun with it and keep each other accountable. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and I will see you next week.